Welcome to the Eye of Terror. I'm your host, George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. Okay, episode 33 already. Wow, that was fast. That was that was actually really fast. I know. It's, it's sort of crazy to think we're all this way is I met from a, where we started. I met a bunch of podcasters at the LVO, which is very cool. Um, to get a chance to meet some of the people that we listen to is always fun. And some of them actually had heard of us. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> good. That's a bit good. of a surprise. Uh, okay, so today we're going to go over hobby progress. We're going to give you a recap of how my LVO trip went. And uh, finally, we'll get into our battle report that pits the Astro Militarum and the Inquisition versus the Iron Warriors. Uh, that's right. So, some hobby progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot. Yeah. Not, not a lot yeah. because I, I was in Las Vegas and I was prepping for the LVO, so I didn't get a chance to do a lot of uh, a lot of work on on our existing twenty plus projects that I have <laughs> listed on my little phone app. Yep, I did finish up a couple of uh, Chaos Sergeants mm-hmm. for your mostly for your army. Yeah, uh, I, I kit bashed them a while ago, and they were just yeah. sitting around. They're sitting around, but they look good, and they were a nice break from the usual Space Marine and Thousand Suns, which I. Still feel oh, yeah. guilty, but I have to get to. I I, I get it mostly because, man, those that those gold detailing, yeah, that gold detailing, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of work. But uh, so <laughs> it's like you know, it's like when you have to study for a test or you have to do your taxes. Yeah, you find reasons to clean the bathroom <laughs> or, or organize your your desk or something yeah. other than what you need to do. So that's kind of what I'm doing hobby wise. I'm I'm sort of doing other stuff so that I don't have to get into the thousand suns. Yep. But I will. I promise I will. Uh, something related to that is that Rain got herself a, a jewelry cleaner. This a sort of a sonic jewelry cleaner. A sonic jewelry cleaner. You fill it with water and then it sends like the sonic vibrations and it cleans jewelry. And I, I stuck my watch in there and it came out dazzling. It was awesome. Huh. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I stuck in some glasses and cleaned them completely. That was awesome. The, all the little grit and grime that got mm-hmm. into the nose piece gone. It was awesome. It was great. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, what? Maybe, maybe I can use this for my hobby. Oh. So I took all the Leviathan okay. uh, Dreadnought resin pieces. Okay. And instead of like hand doing them with oh. a, a toothbrush and dishwashing soap, okay. which is the way you should do it. Okay. I, just, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I took all the Forge World pieces. What did you do with the Leviathan? I stuck it in this little chamber of horrors. Oh, st- <laughs> stop it. Yeah. Um, I added a little dish soap to the water. Okay. Okay. And then turned on the machine for like three minutes. Okay. And then it was great. I pulled it out. Uh, all the resin, like like you know, it has that little layer of like um, some sort of resin coating in order to release it from the mold. Yeah, it's like this slightly oily thing. Yeah, it prevents paint from sticking on there. But with this this little sonic jewelry cleaner, it got rid of it without all of the toothbrushing involved. Oh, so, so it no worked. Tur- so it okay, worked. okay, so that's good. That's good. So okay. worked. Now, no, I, no I, catch. I can't recommend that you do this for for anything really. Um, this was an experiment, and yeah. I, I just took a chance. But <laughs> yes. I think it's going to work. All right, all right. All right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's I I don't think the unit's that expensive. You can get she got it on Amazon. It's some sonic. It's called Magna, like Magna Sonic Jewelry Cleaner or something like that. Mm. But it seemed to have taken off all of that stuff. Now, will my Leviathan 
have be full of holes or yeah. fall apart <laughs> once I start putting it together. I don't know. It starts physically crumbling. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but I I think it saved it has saved me an hours in time. All right, well, I have to we'll have to check up on that next episode. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my next sort of construction yeah. project is to actually work on the on the Leviathan because yep. I want I saw a whole bunch of them in LVO and they were awesome. And then it seems like I've been uh, watching every battle report online. Yeah, uh, has featured a Leviathan, and they've just been wrecking house. <laughs> they look awesome. Plus, I yep. can use them with my Blood Angels or Iron Hands or whatever like. Iron Warriors. Yep. So, uh, so right. that was a cool little hobby hack that seemed to have worked out. Mm. Uh, next up, that is my Leviathan. That's probably the next project. Um, I still have to build the uh, a Triumvirate. So right. after the Leviathan, will probably be Celestine. And her um, bodyguards, and then Belisarius Call and uh, Inquisitor Greyfax. That's those are, those are my priorities next. Got it. Okay, so that's that's it in hobby progress. Um, any suggestions on what I should do to alter those plans? I'd just say that just 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 be sure to get to the Thousand Suns. Uh, that's that's all I have to say. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll I'll get to the Thousand Suns. I know you want to. Do that Thousand Sons Army. Soon. Yeah, do the Thousand Sons okay. Army. All right, so let's let's go right into um, the LVO, Las Vegas Open. Right into the LVO, okay. It was, first of all, great experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first uh, made tournament and had a great time. Yeah. Also completely exhausting. I would imagine so. To- totally exhausting. I've, I've never had such an intense sort of gaming experience. Mm. It kind of felt like I was taking the bar exam again. you know you were just dedicated you knew that you were going to be like you know working all morning take a small break and then working all afternoon on something really you know uh, intensive yeah yeah, yeah. that that's what this was so uh we drove up thursday great drive had a great time i drove up there just bought a bunch of granola and snacks so just snack all the way pretty much a straight shot uh stopped off in baker got ourselves some some uh chinese food Okay. We were listening to Eddie Wang, Eddie Eddie Wong's um, book. He's a he's a chef, and he wrote this book on how he grew up um, and sort of his experience. He was talking about these great Chinese dishes. So like, you're like, ooh, we, we need some, get some Chinese, Chinese food. food. So yeah. where, where else better to get Chinese food than Barstow? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we had okay Chinese food in Barstow. Okay. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't great. He Yelp pointed us to the right place, but it wasn't great. Anyway, we, we so we get to uh, we get to Las Vegas, check in our hotel. Which was not the Bally's. We were staying at a different place, which will remain unnamed, because it was not a great experience. Oh, I, like I said, like I said in the last episode, um, I, I waited the last minute, and by the time I checked the Bally's prices, they were like insane because I missed out on the, all the LVO deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I booked another place that was just a couple of blocks away, very convenient. Yep. But it was a little on the low rent side. Got it. Yeah. You know, I think I think I think I'm. It was really an a timeshare, and we walked in, and it was like. Full of much older people that were, I think, like <laughs> arranging to get their free hundred dollar, you know, gift card for listening to the timeshare pitch. Uh, so that was that's the thing that we walked into. Uh, like, hmm. <laughs> the rooms themselves were kind of old and not great. So any, anyway, I'm not going to name the place, but it, it just it's not far from Bally's, and it was like I don't know. They've called me like four times since then to try to like get me to. You know, considered yeah, yeah, yeah. a stay there. Yeah, again, yeah, whatever. Under a timeshare, so that wasn't great. The the hotel room wasn't wasn't great. But you know, I wasn't there to sleep. I was there to yeah. Play that, that that was that was just your that was just a bed is all you needed at yeah, that point. Need some rest. That's it. That's what it was for. Yeah. Okay. 
So uh, Friday morning, get up uh, early, go register. Registration was really easy. There was a short line. Get in, and I had I had sprung for the um, high rollers package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told you you told me, and then they gave you all the. Oh, oh my god! They give you a just this giant bag full of stuff. They gave you a yep. copy of uh, Dropley Commander, a starter kit for Dropley Commander, mm-hmm. which included the Scourge, which is I guess the alien race. Sure. Like all the models for a starter pack there. Yeah. That's like a sixty dollar value right there. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Then they gave you a Wrath of Kings rule book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A Wrath of Kings starter set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave you the Warma Hordes rule book. All right. Okay. Uh, secret weapon miniatures had some pigments or paints, and you got a little bottle of that, okay. which is great. I, I use their stuff all the time. It's great. So that was a little, little thing of that. And then there was a copy of Lost Patrol. Ah, like a sixty dollar value game. There we go. Came in the little swag bag. So there right there, go. I mean, I ended up with about one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars worth of stuff for free. Yeah. Now, admittedly, we probably won't use most of it. No. In fact, but. in fact, uh, if you go to our Facebook page, check on our Facebook page because I might be giving it some of it away. Yeah. So maybe no, some of our listeners, if you see that, well, if we decide to give some stuff away, because well, I'm going to go through it and decide what we're going to keep and what we're not, yeah. we may give some away to some our some random lucky listener. <laughs> okay. All right, sure. So we, you get to share in the bounty that we got over yes. at LVO. So anyway, uh, 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 it was a great value. So if you're going to go to LVO, sign up for the high roller package. They sell out right away. But, you know, if you do it quickly, this is the kind of stuff, free stuff you get. Are we not selfless? <laughs> <laughs> All right, commodities or commodities. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he ended up killing his dad in order to get that become emperor. You know, I, I didn't even I didn't even know I was referencing that emperor. I didn't. Yeah, I thought you were referencing Gladiator. All right. Oh no no no, that's based on a different guy. Okay. Uh, All right. He was also horrible. We, get, we but... got our we got our references all mixed up. Okay. Uh, oh, also got a T-shirt and also got uh, a glass, like an LVO yeah, glass. Yeah. Yeah, so that was cool as well. Yeah, so that was cool. So again, just a a bag full of great stuff. Yeah, bag. So right away, you walk in, you get a bag full of great stuff. I was carrying my army, and I was carrying this big tray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, now I'm given another really heavy bag full of free stuff. So I ended up having to hand over all the stuff to Rain. She she helped me carry the stuff in from the parking lot. Sure. And then I ran back to my car, dropped off all my my booty, and then ran back and. And really didn't get a chance to check out much of the exhibits, although there were a lot of s- exhibitors there, which yeah, is yeah. great to see, and because I was getting ready to set up for the game. Yeah. And it's my first time, so I was a little confused. I didn't know what to do. You know, I didn't know where to go and all that stuff. The exhibition halls, there was two main ones, and they were huge. Huge. It was a whole section that you walked in, and it was bolt action and infinity and uh, war, war machines and warm hordes sure. and 30K. Mm. And kill team and combat patrol, Jeez. all in one room. Jeez, right? That's a lot of stuff sprinkled in there were a bunch of different vendors and right. supporters of the LVO. I think Privateer Press was there. Um, mm. Forge World was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, I'll talk about what we got from them. Frontline Gaming was there, and they were offering twenty percent off their entire inventory. Yeah, which was fantastic. Yeah, that, that was actually uh, so that, nice that, was, that was great. Uh, and then a whole bunch of other vendors. There was a guy selling fezes. <laughs> what? <laughs> guy selling custom fezes. Custom fe? Yeah. Were they were they based on any of the games? No, were- they had skulls and you know funny cool things. So he just he was just a, there was just a guy there was guy a, selling there was, fezes. There was just the fez seller. He's the fez seller. I, the, the during fez the weekend, salesman. I saw a few people wearing his fez. So. <laughs> 
the place to go. Uh, I saw I saw more than uh, more than one uh, cargo kilt. <laughs> Are you funny. aware of cargo kilts? I is it what I is it like cargo pants but in kilt form? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Take, take all the nerdiness Tack. of cargo pants. And then add an extra layer of kilt. Somebody's like the tactical kilt. <laughs> the tactical kilt. <laughs> exactly. Tactical kilts. Um, look, man, I, res- I respect your fashion choice up to a certain point. <laughs> but a tactical kilt. Tactical kilts. Ah, just, oh. it just, it's just, uh, it's wrong from the get-go. Yeah. <laughs> just, just bad if you're gonna get a, like If you're going to get, if you're going to get a kilt. Like, go, go for the, go, go for go the full, full p- Scottish. Yeah, exactly. full plaid. Exactly. Don't That's hold anything back. You either got to be Scottish or going to a Scottish wedding. Back. Right. Yeah. Right. Not, not, not tactical kilts. Not kilt. a tactical kilt, but there were, I saw at least. A few people with tactical kilts. Oh man! Yeah, that was that was that was funny. Unfortunate. Um, a sea of black t-shirts everywhere. You went. Yep, yep. That's to be expected. <laughs> it was mostly guys, you know, big guys with black. Look we'll at look at what we wear all the time. <laughs> what do I always wear? I'm yeah, wearing I'm black wearing, t-shirts. Black exactly. t-shirts. So I'm, I'm, one the, I'm one of them. One of them. Yeah. I would say there was maybe ten women, if even that, who were competing. Yeah, uh, yeah in the 40k championship, a yeah. lot more were playing some of the other, um, um, you know, games and stuff in the yeah. in the main room. Um, but the 40k championships, there weren't a ton of, uh, of women in competitors. Hopefully, that changes. For now, that that's kind of was was the makeup. Right. I saw some um, some of the competitors that we have seen here in local ITC tournaments. Yeah, stuff, yeah, so yeah. you know, uh, they were there too. We ran into some of them. We ran into a fan. That was great. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Justin came up to us and said, "Hey, I recognize you from the Eye of Terror." I'm like, "Oh, cool, awesome, fan. That was awesome. Yeah, that was nice. The fir- your first taste of celebrity, father. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So be careful; it does not corrupt your mind. Too late. <laughs> Too late. I'm going to be selling uh, autographs at the next one. Said <laughs> <laughs> hi to Reese, mm-hmm. uh, who was on the show earlier, but I never met him in person. So said hi to him and Frankie. Uh, they were wearing suits throughout the weekend, like very suits? dapper in their suits. Okay. Uh, yeah, a little out of place, but yeah. very dapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said hi to Rob. Uh, he's the guy that's got like the interesting hair in the Warhammer community yeah, yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so said hi to him. Uh, Lawrence Baker from Tabletop Tactic was there and just crushing people with his army. Uh, so said hi to him. In fact, um, hopefully, if we can arrange it, we'll we'll have Lawrence uh, appear on the show. In an upcoming episode, that'd be cool. But he he ended up doing getting ninth place overall. Oh wow! Just missed the top tables. Jeez! By one, literally one point. Oof! Yeah, exactly. But he ended up winning Dark Eldar Best General in the ITC for 2016 season, which was fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that, cool. so that was cool. Uh, met the guys from Roll to Seas. That mm-hmm. was that was a lot of fun. I that's think we fun. Po- we posted that photo on our Facebook page. Yeah. And then I said hi to Dave from uh, Mini Wargaming. Yeah, that was that. Right. That was a good and picture. I, I told I told Dave that um, he inspired my first Blood Angels list. Huh? Yeah, I followed. I followed. He had a. He had a. I'm not sure you had ever told me this. Oh no, he had a video. He had a video where he's like, okay, if you have 750 or 1,000 points, here's how I would build your Blood Angels army. Oh. This was back when um, assault Marines were troops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I remember you were doing research. I just didn't realize it was a, like his it video. was. It was mini wargaming, it, and it was the list that Dave uh, gave for to do with a whole bunch of jump marines as um, as troops. Oh yeah, that got me going in uh, in that direction with Blood Angels. 
Yeah, yeah. So I, cool. so I, so I, I thanked him for that. Yeah. And then we both uh, cried a little bit over the fact that you know assault marines are no longer troops in the Blood Angels <laughs> Codex. So whatever. He just started playing the world's smallest island. Yeah. He, he, so he was fun. He, he ended up leading a giant wah at the very end of the uh, of, of the tournament <laughs> on the last day on on, the, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, uh, he at the end of the, at the end of the day he. Enlisted everybody and just did this giant wow. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, funny. So, so it was cool. So it was great to see a lot of faces that we've seen on video and yep. podcasts that we listen to. Um, there, a bunch of beautifully painted armies. Yeah, I, yeah, I took yeah. a bunch of photos. Yeah, so, I saw them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just wonderfully painted armies. And then on the other side of that, there were a lot of armies that were there that met the three color minimum. Also to be expected. Yeah. So some of them were, let's say, uh, competitive people who sure. play the game mostly for the competition and less for the modeling and hobbying part. Sure, sure, sure. They brought a lot of primed with maybe, you know, one or two extra colors in a wash kind yeah, of armies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, I, so, you know, I would say about a third of the armies had a component of that. Yeah, sure. I, the I, majority I, of them were really wonderfully painted. And I just saw some painting that was just uh, makes me cry because it was so good. I know I, I will never get there. I cry into my pillow every night. <laughs> it's not, not every night. No, not every other every other night. Yeah, beautiful armies. Beautiful armies. Okay, so sure. the, the day starts yeah. and I'm paired against this really nice guy named Jake Gonzalez. And he's got a Ravenwing army. Dark Angels Ravenwing army. Yeah. All the bikes, uh, it's all it's an all-bike army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a dark shroud, which is some sort of a floating tank thing. Yeah, doesn't it? With it, a cathedral it gets... on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's very Dark Angels. Yeah, it's very Dark Angels, yeah. Right. And very then Samael is his warlord. Sure, yeah, 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 Mr. Jetbike Man. And he's got an apothecary accompanying, like, this little command unit. Yeah. So, and I, I brought, oh, and I, I brought Tao. I brought, I brought the Hunter Contingent. Now, let me, let me, let me describe a little bit about my army. I brought a very standard hunter contingent that included one storm surge. Mm-hmm. Okay. One riptide. Yep. Not the riptide wing. Not the riptide wing. We'll get into that in a second. Yep. The optimized stealth cadre. Mm-hmm. That was the only sort of Tau, real, real Tau cheese that I brought. Was yeah, yeah, the yeah, optimized yeah. stealth cadre. And apart from that, I had some fire warriors, you know, I had some pathfinders. I had a, had a devil fish with some breachers in there. Really more of a, fun list and not like an optimized towel list yeah yeah. because no. let me get into riptide wings now the theme you could have just themed lvo this year riptide wings comma etc <laughs> because you know i'm a little bit on a rant here there was so many armies that brought a riptide wing or at least one riptide wing maybe some had more yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paired with everything else. It was ridiculous. Now, I know that it's a really overpowered kind of uh, formation. Oh, come on. You're not going to. But no, but I'm serious. I mean, everywhere you went, you ran into just like these barely painted Riptide Wings. Yeah, because of of course, because everyone's like, oh, that's a good formation. I'll just tack that on. I'll I'll just tack that that on because I know that works. Right. It works because they can can sit back and they can shoot or they can run up and overcharge. And, you know, there's all kinds of benefits. When you have a riptide wing, the, the probably the biggest one is that you get to re-roll your uh, nova charges. So if you fail your nova charge, yeah. as long as you're within six inches of a fellow 
Riptide. Yeah, it's a bunch. It's a bunch of fast moving. It's a bunch of really maneuverable, fast, fast moving. Also, if they, if they don't move in one turn, tough, they can fire twice. Shooty. Yeah. Guys running around right. that so, give each other bonuses. So their Riptide wings were freaking everywhere, and and they had no business being aligned yeah. with demons or with no orcs business. or you know, but whatever. They were everywhere. The all right. So anyway, so so my first my first competition. The laws of the universe have destroyed right. in right. competition. So, that, so that's my army. It's 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 a Tau hunter contingent, you know, that had one storm surge in it and the optimized stealth cutter. Sure. Now now Jake was a really smart guy. He he had bikes and they all had uh, basically plasma. All he had nothing but plasma bikes. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is like oh great, <laughs> AP two fast moving, you know, bikes coming right at me. Um, I've, I have some shenanigans and then I've got to ignore cover because I have some pathfinders to basically provide marker lights. But he knew that right away. He knew my army better than I knew my army. Hmm. So he knew to take out those marker lights like right at the beginning. Yep. I managed to take out his warlord first turn and pretty much destroy his command bikes. But because he, he knew to take out my marker lights, I was just dealing with a situation where uh, the Raven Wing had two up re-rollable jinx saves throughout the game two up re-rollable jinx saves and i and i lost my ignore cover capabilities because he took out my pathfinders like within like in the first or second turn yeah that's not pretty oh it was horrible as, it, it was, as it we'll was learn over. as we'll learn very soon two up re-rollable saves aren't pretty <sighs> yeah no they aren't so so i i also learned that i should have taken out his Dark Shroud device because that prevented Overwatch and I think it allowed for the two re-rollable jinx saves, but I didn't know enough about his army to do that or sure. to ask the right questions. So that's something to have learned. And anyway, it was that it was that stupid little tank and one remaining unit of bikes, which ended up surviving the game. I almost tabled his army, but I just couldn't get past the dedicated, yeah. you know, I mean that re-rollable two-up save. And in the final turn. I was going to win primary yeah, 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 because I had a Tau commander sitting on an objective and then he got into assault with um, uh, his last remaining unit of bikes and uh, he, he took a wound and he didn't, he didn't give a wound so he lost combat by one. I rolled an 11 on leadership <laughs> and so he ran, he ran away, he ran away. So now okay. suddenly where he was contesting an objective, suddenly he lost it. So I ended up losing primary. So I ended up losing that, that, um, my first game six to four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, but anyway, the, uh, the uh, guy was really nice. Jake was really nice. His, yeah. He had a beautiful army. I loved, I loved, uh, playing against him. The guy was really smart. And, um, he, like I said, he pointed out a couple, a couple of mistakes that I actually made, mm. you know, um, mm. the guy was just a gentleman to play with. So we had a great time, but I, I made a couple of dumb moves and, and then again, I, I lost, uh, because of my commander ran away. So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was game one. Okay. So game okay. One. So uh, game game two. Uh, Dose. Game two was the, the relic, and it was uh, against. Let's see, two knights and two riptide wings. There they are. <laughs> there, you, there they go. There we there go. go. And not an uncommon list at the. That, that's a real forty k list right there. Ladies right. Going. So it was it was two knights and then uh, two riptide wings, and it was the relic. So um, he he kept deal. he kept one riptide wing in the back, and they were they were lobbing things, and he, he ran one up, and then he ran both knights up. Yeah. Um, I ended up killing both the the knights. Yeah. And I ended up putting a bunch of different wounds on the riptides. Like all the riptides had like one or two um, uh, wounds left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but it, it was just too many high-powered units out there for me to take out. Yeah, too many Riptides. Too many Riptides, man. Too many Riptides. So he ended up taking the Relic and ended up winning that game. I think I, I, think I lost that one like 9-2 to two or something. Yeah. That's yeah, so that was, that was disheartening. So my first two games are a loss. Yeah. All right. A really nice guy. He's a, retired, he's a guy in his early 30s, retired because he owned a bunch of restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's dedicated his life to competitive 40K. <laughs> is it that is what gives my life purpose now yeah yeah but anyway again really nice guy uh yes. so that that was that was a fun game that was a fun game because i learned a lot from playing in the itc pasadena prep game about fighting riptide wings and knights yeah. so i was way more aggressive and i ended up doing a lot more damage to his list but it still wasn't enough to yeah, yeah, yeah. to win the game so anyway. yeah game three was against um eldar there they are. Okay, what a way to end the game at the end, to end the day. So the, the Eldar list I was ones. playing included um, a Wraith Knight, mm-hmm. a sword and board. So, he, you know, he yeah. had the Invuln save and he had the, the D sword. Sword and board. He had six units of Warp Spiders. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he had four units of, uh, of scatter bikes or uh, bas- basically scat packs, uh, jet bikes with scatter lasers on them. There they are. And in one of them was a Farseer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Then he had these two, like, Eldar Grav Tanks that had D cannons on them of some kind. <laughs> so, Wraith Knight, uh, Warp Spiders, Scat Packs, Farseers, and D, yeah, lobbing D, everything, D tanks. Everything you love about the Eldar. Yeah, everything, all in one army. I ended up winning that fight. Uh, you know why um, the guy was really nice, and I don't think he, um, I don't think he was aggressive enough. Ah, I think okay. in the in the in the hands of somebody else, um, they would have played that army a lot more aggressively and come after me a lot yeah. faster. Yeah. Uh, but he deployed way in the corner because yeah. he knew that I had interceptor on some of my units. Yeah, yeah. And he decided to slowly, well, not slowly, but you know, move up the army. You know, yeah. blinking with the warp spiders and moving the, the scatter bikes up. But uh, my my shooting was on fire, and then I was just blowing things up left and right. Yeah, mm-hmm. my stealth cadre uh, held them up and, and ended up killing the wraith knight. The uh, my I had a crisis suit team appear in the back, ended up blowing one of the tanks and taking out his warlord. I ended up winning that. I think that match like um, something like. Uh, 10 to 1 or something like that. Mm. It was it was great. I mean, yeah, it was, yeah, it was it a was great like, way to end the day with, yeah, yeah. with a victory and it was nice. against Eldar. So that yep. was that was great. Yep. That was a nice right. little cap. Yeah. All right. Great day. It was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. Uh, I, I walked out of there with uh, one win, two losses, but yeah. I felt like I learned a lot. So next day, got there early, got, got myself set up, and the first army I faced was Tau. There, yep. yep. There you go. Also to be expected. A Riptide Wing mm-hmm. and two Storm Surges. <laughs> With see, the- see, Dad, this is this is what you should have brought a true Taoist. <laughs> yeah, a true Taoist. Uh, he also had uh, a drone network, which gave everybody yeah. expanded marker light abilities. Yep, and um, a, a few like empty crisis suits, like literally no weapons on the crisis suits. They were there to just basically take objectives. <laughs> yep. Okay. So I I ended up going first. Yeah. I, I won the roll off. I ended up going first, and I did something kind of suicidal. I I moved up what my path. I moved up one rain, one pathfinders right in the middle of the uh, as far as I could on my boundary, 
staring at his storm surge, knowing that these guys were going to die, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. I wanted them to do, I, I needed their marker lights for at least one turn. Okay. So I put them right there in plain view of one of the storm surges. It, it worked. I ended up getting two marker lights on a storm surge. I ended up using that to increase my ballistic skill on my storm surge and then use it one for a D shot. Oh, um, wow. A D missile. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I ended up rolling a six on the D table, which yeah. basically under ITC rules, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would have killed him in a normal yeah, situation. Obviously, but then it's the D3 wounds. It, it's only D3 wounds under ITC rules. And for range D, it's D3. So um, good stuff. But with no saves of any kind. So yeah, yeah. right away, um, his. First storm surge is you know down to five wounds. Yeah, still a lot of wounds. So, but wounds. now it's a little vulnerable, and it kind of shook things up, right? He didn't expect that. Yeah, he has two riptide wings, so he starts lobbing stuff in the back. Yeah, um, my optimized stealth cadre puts some wounds on his riptides, so he starts concentrating fire on them to try and take them out. Um, in the meantime, I'm capturing objectives with my devil fish and with my broadsides in the back. Yeah, it it ended up being a war of attrition a little bit. I ended up rolling, I think, better than he did. I deep struck in my uh, commander and the crisis suits. Yep. They ended up wiping out his drones and his warlord. They were mm-hmm. hiding in the back. That's good. And then they then they popped up and shot the wounded storm surge in the back. Ah. And ended up killing it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he lost a storm surge. And then that kind of took the wind out of his sails. Um, I ended up concentrating fire on the other storm surge. And I took it down a few wounds. He ended up trying to assault my storm surge, yeah. failed the assault. Uh, so I, I had planted anchors, and yeah, so yeah. my storm surge was lobbing, you know, two yeah. rounds of shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, which is risky. Yeah, but it's risky, but but it, it paid out in this turn because he he failed in his assault against me, and so anyway, I ended up I ended up winning that that fight. All right, that's a good yeah. So that was good. Back. So I started the day with a win. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my next fight was blood angels yeah it was just des- it was destined to happen my friend yeah so ended up playing I've, I've got a, i have a report of this on on facebook on our facebook page yeah. um but i ended up playing along with some pictures uh, super nice guy like my most fun game of the tournament yep. was this guy he was just whooping it up having a great time we were like yelling and screaming the whole the whole time there was all i mean it was great it was great his army was 15 drop pods yeah with four dreadnoughts. Yep. And some of them were, all of those were in dedicated dreadnought uh, drop pods. Okay. That provided shrouding. The, the dreadnoughts could stay inside and provided shrouding for the dreadnoughts. All right, cool. All right. The remainder of the drop pods mm. contained little blood angel units with three melted guns each. <laughs> right? Like little stall troops that had yeah, 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 like sure. two melted guns or combat meltas and then like one guy had an infernus pistol so you always were facing melta with the, yeah you're always facing melta except for one that had flamers which okay. turns out flamers are pretty good against tau yeah I, I'd, I'd imagine all those squishy uh fire warriors right so <laughs> fire warriors. i want to roll off i let him go first we deployed and then i let him go first um he dropped his he dropped eight drop pods and surrounded my little tau gun line and proceeded to just pour fire into it, <laughs> right? Ended yeah. up killing like a whole troop of fire warriors right at the beginning with flames, and it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. They were running around on fire. Burn your fishy commies! <laughs> <laughs> right. He took out some stealth suits. Um, he, I'm sorry. He took out some. Um, he took out some uh, crisis suits, and uh, he was getting himself ready for assault. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I weathered the storm. Mm-hmm. Weathered the storm. Survived. Came back 
did a lot of damage to his squishy marines. Mm. My storm surge ended up attacking one of the space marine squads because I needed to kill a unit. So I thought, mm. what's the squishiest thing around? And it was a, a space marine assault squad. So I shot a whole bunch of stuff at space marine assault squad. Um, didn't didn't kill it. Ended up having to assault the assault squad, and then and then whiffed on all my stomps. So I ended up facing one sole like assault marine. Yeah. Versus the storm surge, but now my storm surge is locked in combat. Yeah. And tied up, and so now I can't shoot. Okay. Of one single little space marine. <laughs> all right. This game. Yep. That allowed, in a second turn, he dropped all the remaining, or a lot of his remaining drop pods, not all, but a lot of the remaining drop pods onto different objectives, and he got uh, these uh, uh, dreadnoughts that already had come in. His Furioso and a Death Company dreadnought um, started to attack my Tau gun line, um, a Librarian dreadnought, and an uh, another Furioso ended up joining the fight with my Storm Surge, and things looked pretty grim. Right. I tried to stomp the dreadnoughts and I whiffed my stomp rolls. Okay. And and their armor thirteen, both the dreadnoughts yeah, that we're yeah, up yeah. facing. So, so yeah, you're not gonna be able to. Punch I'm only them strength death. six. Yeah, you can't punch them to death. I can't punch them to death. So I have to hope that my stomps work and my stomps weren't working. Yep. Uh so so that was that wasn't really good. But that 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 went on for like three rounds of assault. I ended up deep striking in my uh the units of my optimized stealth cadre. Yeah. And when they came in, they just clean house. <laughs> They ignore cover, <laughs> they hit rear armor, so yeah. suddenly dreadnoughts are exploding all over the place. Yeah. You know, um, I, I rallied and then I ended up killing up all his space marines, so he had no scoring units left except for the drop pods that were already on, on the objectives. I finally got lucky on my stomps and I ended up crushing his dreadnoughts. And then he ended up realizing that the only thing he had left were uh, some drop pods that were had scored on objectives. And then I started dedicating my fire toward those, my Riptide and my and my Storm Surge started basically taking out those units. And then he ended up conceding. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Uh, and he ended up, so I ended up winning that one, I think, nine to two. All right. There we go. Another, another yeah. W. So victory, victory number two um, on the day. All right. My final game. Final Here game. Uh, it, uh, by the way, at this point, I'm exhausted. Yeah. It's just uh, two, <laughs> five games and two over two days, and I'm just kind of wiped. My last game is against Tao. Again, yep. I'm like, oh, okay, another another Tao uh, guy. He brought a Storm Surge and two Riptide Wings. Again, again, a true, a true connoisseur <laughs> of the Tao. Uh, of the Tao knows what he's doing. Right. This guy was really great, and I ended up getting schooled in true Tau tactics uh, by by this battle. First off, he had- Didn't uh, he have the other, the uh, special Forge World suit? Yes, he had two Yavara uh, Riptides. Yeah. What I didn't know about the Yavara Riptides is that if you if they overcharge or Nova charge, it allows them to basically use two AP2 templates per shot. Wonderful. Two templates to over, you know, so wonderful. Yeah, he had AP two templates to basically, that, oh, that had a torrent. Yeah, so even better. He, they had like a six inch torrent. These things could move really fast, get in your face, use their AP two torrents, and then get out. <laughs> it was nuts. It was crazy. He came, basically ran ran in the Yavaras. They fried all my squishy troops, right? Yep, yep. And because they're torrent, because they're like flamers, yep. AP two flamers, they ignore cover. Yep. So. I didn't have any defense armor-wise or cover-wise. Yeah. I still had a shot. 
I basically uh, mishapped on deep striking in my commander and his crisis suits units. And then when they finally came in, um, they scattered crazily. And where I wanted them to go, they ended up in the exact opposite, right in the middle of all of his riptides, all of whom had interceptor. <laughs> so, so I, the commander in his, in his crisis suit that had done really well yeah, yeah, all throughout yeah. the tournament suddenly get completely decimated. Because, immediately, done. yeah, he had, he had he had an interceptor on everything. He ended up getting close to tabling me. I, I ended up my optimized stealth cadre ended up surviving. Yeah, that was pretty much the only units that I had that I had left. Mm -hmm. I, th I think I had a unit of pathfinders left that were hiding uh near my deployment zone and then in line breaker mode was um my optimized stealth cadre we ended up calling it uh and that score was basically 11 to 1. Mm. i got line breaker and that was it yeah he, he won primary secondary and he took out my warlord and a whole bunch of stuff so so that was i learned a lot that guy ended up i think placing 79th overall out of out of um about 400 400 players got it so he, he played really well, and I really enjoyed watching the Yavaras in action. Well, coincidentally, I actually bought a Yavara at the Forge World stand yep. during the lunch break, <laughs> only to be facing one, two of them, yep. in the fight. You know, And now you know what they can do. Now I know what they can do, and so it ratified my decision to, to get a Yavara. That was a, that was a hard game because Understandable. I, I was on the defensive from the beginning. I just lost so many units at the beginning of the game that it was like kind of frustrating to actually. It was the only game where I, I felt like um, actually a little depressed. <laughs> like, oh, man. Like, like all my other games, I felt like I had a shot. In this yeah. game, like, I didn't have a shot. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. Because I'd, I'd, I'd fool myself I, thinking I, I'd go f I'll go four and two. I know, I know, I know very well that feeling. Yeah, <laughs> I know very well that feeling. We've all been there. We've all been there. At the end of the day, though, ended up having a great time. I really enjoyed the LVO. I it's like I said in a, in a Facebook post. It's like after you run a marathon, you're like, this is exhausting. This is this was the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, but then you can't wait to do it again. Yep, yep, yep. I I can. You know? that. That was a, it was tough but fun. Yeah, tough but fun. Tough but fun. Uh, also at Fort World, I got you a, a Iron Warrior shirt. Oh yeah, that's great. That's and great. then I, and I then I got the uh, Iron I should, Warrior. I should have I should have brought. You should have worn. Yeah, I should have worn, should, worn it here. Oh, oh. Wow. And then uh, we got the uh, an Iron Warrior set of Forge World dice that are apparently the luckiest dice in the world, which transitions very well in, into our. Uh, into our battle report. Yes. All right. All right. So let's take a break now. Yeah. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about our battle report that pitted the Inquisition and Astra Militarum and Death Watch against the Iron Warriors. All that when we return. given you leave to die, you coward, on your feet. Rejoice, for you have been given a second chance to please your emperor. Your wounds mean nothing. Stand! You die on my command, not before. The emperor's not through with you yet. And we're back. Wanted to take a break from Tau and all of the hardcore competitive armies and do something a little more fluffy. Mm -hmm. So I put together a list of Death Watch, Astro Militarum, and Inquisition. Um, and I know you wanted to try out some of the new Trader Legion. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Rules. So, so I decided with you building the, with you building the uh, 
battle class domatar automaton yep thingamabobber i decided to bring out the uh, iron warriors and see how they did so i decided to actually use like the full-on detachment and the grand company uh, all the formations and all that so i okay. should go over my list let's, i guess let's hear your list okay so went for a chaos warband with a squad of three bikers uh two with melted guns a champion with a power fist. I had a Chaos Lord and Terminator armor with Sigil of Corruption and a Combi Melta and a Chain Fist. I had two squads of Space Marines, both of which had Melta guns and both of which were in Rhinos. They were just five-man squads. I also had a squad of Chaos Terminators, all of which had Power Fists and all of which had Combi Meltas. Uh, no, except one. Except one had a Heavy Flamer. And then two squads of Havocs with four Laz Cannons each. Then I brought out the Demon Prince with the Flesh Metal Exoskeleton, giving him two up armor and it will not die. I made, gave him wings, obviously, and then I made him a Demon of Zinch, which means he gets to reroll saving throws of one. Ay, ay, ay. So two up armor, reroll saving throws of one. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. It's great. All right. All then right. I brought along the Cult of Destruction. Uh, which is the uh, Warpsmith and uh, the uh, squad, or not a squad, um, three obliterator squads, although you can take them as single obliterators. And that allows them to uh, basically do two shots, right? Yeah, they can shoot with two weapons, but they can't shoot with the same two weapons. Right. So yeah. long as they use, choose different weapons, they can shoot again. Yeah, they can shoot again. That's powerful. So I got, so I got that. That was good. And then, and here's, the I think, sort of the bigger selling point of... This formation okay. was was the Strongholds of Chaos detachment, which allowed me to bring. You can bring three fortifications. Wow! So then that was actually quite nice since I was able to. It really fit with the Iron Warriors flavor. So I was able to get an Imperial, an Imperial Bastion with an ammunition dump and the Void Shield generator with three projected Void Shields. I had been. This thing had been frustrating me for so long, so it was a joy <laughs> time finally to use it. Time to use it. Time to use it. <laughs> okay, I'll use my list. Uh, Inquisitor uh, Codias was my yep. warlord. Yep. Oh, he wasn't my warlord. He was he was the heading up the Inquisition. Yeah. Along with that, with, with uh, Codias was his three henchmen, which are basically three acolytes with yeah. um, plasma rifles. Yeah. Right? Then I brought Death Watch. I, I brought the Strategium Command Formation which is basically one chaplain along with a Pergodis kill team. Mm -hmm. The Pergodis kill team is the um, is the kill team that goes after HQ units. Yeah, yeah. You and allows them to re-roll their wounds on HQ units. You brought along the uh, librarian as well, right? The librarian is part of the Pergodis kill team. Okay, cool. So there was a level one um, librarian in that team. And now, I'm not even gonna go into the specifics of what I brought. I brought two frag cannons in that Death yeah, Watch yeah, yeah. team. It was a heavy thunder hammer. There was a lot of combi plasma in there. It was a whole bunch of It toys. was a whole bunch of dudes. All in the Corvus Blackstar. In the Corvus Blackstar. Ready to rock and roll. That's right, Death Watch there to wreck house, right? Oh they, yeah. They had the equipment to do it. Okay. Um, along with that, I brought in a un some units of uh, the Astromil Terum. Yep. I brought, a, I brought a CAD. So I had a priest in there, and then I had a Lord Commissar as my HQ. I got uh, an infantry, infantry platoon that was just two infantry platoons with a uh, platoon command squad that were all vanilla. Mm -hmm. The Inquisitor was a, uh, sorry, the uh, Commissar was in, uh, accompanying one of the platoon squads. Okay. 
Okay, I brought a uh, Hellhound, okay, with the yeah. Torrent Flamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as my heavy support, um, I had a Basilisk. I had, a, I had a Medusa heavy artillery carriage. There, there's there's the Ashramal term I love. That's heavy a artillery, son. 10 AP2 5-inch blast profile. And then I had uh, a Wyvern. Yep. And then finally, I had um, a unit of veterans in that Chimera. And uh, there were two plasma guns in that in that All uh, right. squad. So that was my list. I ended up choosing sides, but you yep. ended up winning the deployment. Winning the deployment, yep. Yeah. So, I so what happened in that first turn? In the first turn, okay, this was probably this was vital. Realizing that you had like, like that combined heavy little like two piece heavy artillery group. Yeah. Um, that you placed, I believe, on the. Uh, oh, your, I scheduled. Yeah, scheduled. Yeah, scheduled landing pad. That's a four up invuln save. Yeah, yeah, giving you those guys a four up invuln save. I was like, okay, I have to kill one of those, and I remember artillery being sort of difficult to kill. Um, so rather than go through that slog, I decided I'll kill the Basilisk right off and disincentivize any shield attacks. So I blew that up first turn. Um, I think that was the most significant thing I did. I, I rushed up some like rhinos to an objective. I think I, I actually had quite like, I think I think I had a good placement in terms of my table side because I had access to quite a lot of objectives. Oh well, yeah, we were playing the Cloak and Shadows mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah we're yeah. playing a Maelstrom mission. Maelstrom. It was Cloak and Shadows, so we we started off with three tactical objectives, yeah. and you had to generate tactical objectives, so you always had three. Yeah, and right off and right off the bat, I got like three that were I on your side. Get. Like it was like <laughs> yeah. kill a unit. Right. Uh, it was kill a unit, and then there was like two objectives that I already had. Right. So that was good. Um, I know, yeah, and I kept and I kept my uh, demon prince on the table, but behind the void shield generator, because I didn't really want to risk um, deep striking, not or not deep striking, just flying him on, because I figured I'll just have him here right now just to remove any sort of like uh, random factor. So he was next to my warp smith and mm-hmm. hiding behind the void shield generator. Uh, Obliterators were up in the bastion. The havocs were taking cover or. Two squads, the two squads of Havoc were taking cover, one in building, one on like some terrain. And yeah, I believe that was, I think that was my first turn. Yeah, so all. let me just explain to everyone, the listeners, that you had two units of Havoc with LAS cannons. Yep. So that's eight LAS cannon shots. That's eight LAS cannon shots and combined then you had with the obliterators. The obliterators that could shoot twice. Yep. All right, so obviously they were using LAS cannons in one round, and then you they probably. Would- then they were then they were doing like whatever necessary plasma. sweep up plasma plasma cannons, cannons or missiles or whatever or yeah. whatever happened yeah. to be the most suit all right so that's what I was facing uh, I I yeah in that turn I failed my uh, invuln saves on the sky shield landing pad in my basilisk which was key yeah <laughs> ended yep. up ended up dying in that first ended turn. up dying so it was um, so I got first so I got first blood I got then I got three other objects so I started off with four points. Yeah, so we were kind of facing, it was like opposing gun lines. Yeah, it was. Right? It was. All right, so you took out one of my key pieces of heavy weaponry right there. Yeah. Um, I had uh, deployed my guards kind of all over the objectives. They were holding all the objectives on my side. Yeah. And ended up throughout the game not getting any of those objective cards. (laughs) 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 Which is what happened. What I I should have done is probably uh, created a blob with the commissar and the priest yeah, and then ran that out just yeah. to, just to basically get past your void shield. Sure, sure, sure. But I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I decided to no. just camp, and yeah, that was camp. that was. I think that was an error. 
Um, I, I don't think I ended up doing anything significant to you that turn. I, I did target, you had moved up some bikes. Yeah, and, oh yeah, you killed these. And then, the so I ended up killing, ended up killing a unit of, of chaos bikers. So that gave me first strike. We agreed instead of doing first blood, we would do we first, first strike. strike which we, it, yeah. yeah, if we each kill something in the first turn, that would each give us a point. Yeah, yeah, So that, that, that gave me my first strike point. But apart from that, I didn't do anything. Um, everything else, I, the voice of generator, to me, was a great psychological barrier. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I figured I had one, only one piece of war gear that could harm it, and that was my Medusa uh, artillery yeah. gun. And it's a strength 10 shot. So that at the most, it was going to take out one of your three void shields. Yeah, per turn. Per turn. So that means I was going to waste it for three turns. <laughs> so instead, yeah. I used that to try and basically destroy things that came out of the void shield and headed toward me. And it turns out that I rolled terribly on the scatter <laughs> results. And I ended up scattering, I yeah, would they, say, more over 50% of the shots, even sort, though it was a large yeah, yeah, blast. Yeah. This, sort, this sort of transitions into the next turn when my Terminators show up. Because um, I'd wanted that you had this little, you had like two main areas of operation. Right. You had the Sky Shield landing pad um, where most of your dudes were. And then there was like the, the Inquisitorial detachment on the sidelines sort of waiting for someone to show up. Um, I, I don't know what they were. I don't know what they were. I think they were waiting for someone to take the objective to near it so they could shoot him. And then you had your little, like, there was a, a piece of ruins where you had hidden your commissar, uh, some guardsmen, your platoon commander, uh, your hellhound was around there. And more notably, it was your wyvern that was there. Yep, uh, that's right, my wyvern. Your wyvern was there. So I was like, oh, got to kill that. That's important. Because it was sort of starting, I think it was starting to harass some of my, um, I mean, I think it might have been start. Actually, no, no, I took, I got it because I got objective four. I remember you was you were sitting on objective four there. That's why I did it. So I decided, okay, I'm gonna bring out the terminators. Uh, I deep strike there. They scatter though, and it's like it's it's not like the worst thing ever because they just scatter and they don't get any mishaps. But it's a foot slog now. Yeah, and they're in the middle of the battlefield, and with, they and where everybody could see them. Everyone can see them, including um, my AP two. Yeah, your strength ten AP two piece. Yeah. Um, the only saving grace at that moment was that I had cover. Oh, and I had gotten a war war trait, lucky me, that had given me stealth and ruins. So that was important. Right, because your uh, ha your havocs were sitting in in yeah my havocs three were sitting up cover. Yeah, my havocs were sitting in free of cover. On top of the, the uh, void shield. On top of the void shield. Ugh. So that was the saving grace for the, that turn placement. You outgeneraled me from the beginning because the way you placed those two fortifications, the void shield and the bastion, overlapping each other with, along with the ammo dump, mm. immediately gave you am amazing advantages for both cover and rerolling your misses, which is fantastic. Mm. It just, I mean, right away, yeah. it, that that was an incredibly strong position to start with. My, well, I guess I sort of, I guess it sort of fits with the Iron Warrior's mood of like giving this look like it was like really, I had, I pretty much just put on one side of the table. I wasn't even one side of my deployment zone. It wasn't even like right. my other side was right. pretty you, much you, you unpopulated. You, you castled up. Yeah, I castled up. And really, I, in my, in like my opening turns, I, my biggest fear was that he's going to, reduce the um he's gonna reduce the, the void, uh, shield. void shield with because then that was really like worried about that strength 10 ap2 sh shot so i was really 
it was really essential to kill that basilisk first turn. Right. Because that just immediately, I don't, they just, something about that immediately turned you off to ever firing there. Because you were like, I don't want to waste it. I'm not shooting that. Right. Well, my wyvern couldn't, couldn't, yeah, touch, couldn't touch the void shield because it's strength 12. Although, um, you, although your chimera could have done stuff. The multi-laser, strength 6. Yeah, no, it could have. It could have. But it, I was using that to basically you were, you were, she, get you were, objectives. You were, yeah, you were in like a little, we were in like a little vehicle, like transport war with my rhinos versus your chimera. <laughs> right. That right. was fun. We ended um, up destroying both. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so back to turn two. I did, So I had placed my Terminator Zero. It was a little unfortunate, but whatever. My demon prince started flying to the, to that area. He started his fight there since I didn't want to meet Inquisitor Codias and his demon wrecking hammer. And then... I killed your hellhound. You I killed did. your hellhound with my with Lascan shots because immediately that was that was probably one of the bigger threats that I could manage to deal with at that moment to my terminators. I didn't want that unit to just get like killed off by flaming, like by flamers, because I knew okay, it's it's gonna be just more stuff to deal with. It's gonna be a two up to wound. It's gonna be automatic wounds. I just don't want them to have to deal with more stuff on top of like the las the the las guns and the strength 10 ap2 shot right right so that was smart you killed the, the hellhound and the hellhound has like you know like an 18 inch reach it's yeah. like a huge reach because yeah, it's a stupid torrent it's just reach. like yeah um, oh that and, and that and it would have threatened my um it would have yeah, it would have threatened my Havocs because it could have... It would have ignored would, cover. Yeah, it would have ignored cover. Ignored cover. It would have gone within the 12-inch bubble of the Void Shields. Yeah. And so, yeah, it could have played Havoc with yeah, your yeah. Havocs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So so you killed it, and that was really smart. Hmm. All right, my turn two. I ended up <clears throat> putting um, some hole points, taking out some hole points on uh, one of your rhinos that yeah. was full of Space Marines. Um, and then the Rockstar showed up. <laughs> then I uh, on onto the battlefield flies the uh, Corvus Black Star. Yep, with a guitar solo. All right, mandatory. So it flies in all heroic like. Yeah. You know, it takes some shots at um at some at at your havocs. I think that were because I got within your twelve inch bubble. Yeah. And but your cover saves ended up saving you. Yeah, I shot you know uh, some storm strike missiles. I shot the assault cannon, and I had strafing runs, so I could actually hit on twos, which is great. Yeah, which is great, but it just. <sighs> but you made all your cover saves. You made great saves. At this point, let's talk about those forge world dice. Ha! <laughs> yeah. All right. You know what? Those forge world dice cost twenty six bucks. They were worth, worth every, every penny. penny. I've oh, never seen. Man. Okay, the six. <laughs> whenever you roll a six, you get like the Iron Warriors face. I've never seen. I've never seen so many. There were just faces everywhere. It was just ridiculous. Like rolling a six, sixes, rolling sixes, a six, sixes, constantly sixes. rolling a six. Uh, oh, so, I, I missed up. I missed that cover save. You wouldn't even. I get my feel no pain of a six up. There's the face. You would not touch my <laughs> dice. And then I ended up rolling with the Iron Warriors dice. You, yeah, you were, you were, you were right. So, and I, you know what? I rolled up. A, I rolled a lot better when I was rolling. <laughs> so, Forge World, whatever you're doing with uh, your dice, I'm all for it. <laughs> I, when I when I paid, I'm like, why am I paying twenty six dollars for dice? That game. That game was why. I realize why. They're special dice. They're really special well, whatever. dice. So anyway, you rolled a lot of sixes. Yes, I did. Um, yeah, so I ended up like basically not harming anything with literally didn't kill anything. Yeah, not with a my single, Corvus not Black a single Star, guy. Which is a great unit. Just to, it, but you it, had covers and you made up all your stupid covers. Covers. Well, yeah, that rolling that war trait was essential. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, rolling that war trait is really helpful. Okay, so so that was my turn too. There's a yeah. whole lot of nothing. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So my uh, my turn three, um, I advanced up the Terminators because I figure I can. I was I've I'd thought about hiding them, but I was like, what's the point? If they're gonna if they're gonna die, they could at least die trying. So they started to march up to your to objective four. Um, the demon prince uh, was rushing in. Showed up right in front of the ruins, but he couldn't charge yet because he needed to get out of, like, swooping mode. What did I... I think we sort of dueled a bit more with the chimeras. I didn't... I was really frustrated by that chimera because, for some reason, my melted guns were not hitting their points. And I did not really want to use... I don't think I wanted to use my last cannons because I had the Corpus Black Star staring me right in the face. Right. I actually... So I actually focused on that with my... Um, well, actually, yeah. I, I focused on that with my uh, last cannons because I figured, uh, that it's in my lines. Kill it now. I forgot um, to jink. Yeah, you forgot. Yeah, you forgot to jink. I remember that. Yeah. I forgot to jink. I forgot to jink and I was able, I didn't kill it, but, but I had, you th- stunned I reduced, it. Yeah, I stunned it, got, did, got it down to one wound and, or one, one whole point, point and stunned it. Right. And so which, which means, means locked velocity. Locked velocity for a turn. And so it has to go nope. forward 18 inches. Forward 18 inches, which brought it right to the board edge. Right to the board edge. But still within and could, line of sight of some of your units. Within line of sight of my all my WAS cannons. <laughs> within line of sight of yeah. all my WAS cannons. But it had no it had no angle on my people. So I was very happy with it. Right, because it was facing that. forward. It was facing directly forward. Right like right, edge. it was facing the edge of the table, and it couldn't really shoot my people. Right. So I was... I was pretty happy with that result. Right. If I had moved a little bit more forward, I and, could have zoomed off the table. And even more, I, I didn't do that. Even more importantly, the 18 inches meant you couldn't deploy your guys. Right. Because it was that, zooming. I could, that I really helped. Because that was probably oh the biggest threat to me at that point. Yeah. So I was really happy that I neutralized that right. um, to a certain extent. So I believe that was I. I got a. I'd been getting a few more objectives. I for some I, for some reason I was just getting really good objectives. Um, throughout the game, so and, and I was getting all the objectives that you were sitting on. <laughs> yeah, right. I think I got yeah. one that said, you know, issue a challenge in assault. Yeah, right. I, I got I got a similar thing. Right. I got the same thing. So, so in, so in my turn three, um, basically, I I moved out the guard and they started shooting at your terminators. I think your your demon prince had come in now in yeah. my lines. It was just flying over my lines, and so they were they a whole bunch of uh, guardsmen shot at at him. Yeah, ended up not wounding him. He, I did first rank. I had like God. thirty shots. I trained thirty yeah. shots on him with first rank fire, he second rank fire. Did not take a single. I rolled a bunch wound. of sixes to, to actually, you know, yeah, you you were like a surprising, him. yeah, uh, you yeah. a surprising number of sixes, and then you but you had to roll sixes again, right. and then the re-roll uh, two ups, and, and yeah, exactly, your re-rollable two ups saved your demon prince from yep. all that lasgan fire. So I ended up doing no no damage to your yep. terminators or your demon prince, which is threatening my my left flank. Mm-hmm. And then, and then with my uh, big artillery gun, I shot at your terminators. <laughs> yep, yep. sitting right in the middle of the table. Yep, 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 yep. yep right yep. there with that delicious AP two yep. large blast, which had taken them all out. Right, just yep. one shot. And I just rolled this. You know, and, uh, not only that, but you, you, I, I used, I used prescience. You used prescience, and this was, and this was, so I got to re-roll. So you, so scatters. you did, so you did your first shot, and you were hitting. You hit one guy. I hit one guy, and, and like, you were I like, can do better than I that. can do better than that. I have prescience. Live a little, and then 
The second roll, you roll even worse. Yeah, I rolled an 11 or something. And, and so it's the whole thing scattered off. off. Nothing hit nothing. Nothing hit. So that was the story of my of my Medusa cannon. It oh. just kept missing, even, even with divination. It wasn't, you yeah. know, on prescience on it. Unfortunate. So, yeah. That was that was sad. I I ended up uh, moving into objective two. I think I got an objective finally by moving in my chimera yeah, there, yeah. right? Yeah, um, as, as the as the transport wars continued. Yeah, the transport wars. It was the chimera and the veterans versus, versus the two space marines and the and the rhino. Yeah, space yeah, marines so and the rhino. That was actually pretty fun. <laughs> uh, so that was my turn three. Uh, I got one objective and I ended up missing them with everything else. Turn, my my turn four. My turn four was ah. Okay. Um, so, uh, my demon prince charged into your wyvern, but didn't kill it, and that was sort of underwhelming. Yeah. Um, I think my I think my terminators charged in that turn. Yep, they, they did. They charged in that turn. Uh, they actually did, did a lot of damage. Killed. They, they like, issued a challenge, and they and so your terminator sergeant oh, took yeah. on my commissar. Engaged in the duel of the century there. I think my um, rhino, some, I think uh, one squad of rhino, one of my rhinos um, was destroyed and I was shooting down the veterans that had tried, that were trying to get on objective two. Mm-hmm. So I killed a few of them. I think I was able to, I think because you had, you might, you might, did you, I think you might have actually deployed them outside the rhino. No, no, no. The, you I ended shot, up, you, you ended up killing the chimera. I, I killed the chimera with so the melted gun. I had to disembark. So you had to disembark and then I shot your people. Right. That's how it happened. Right. But the highlight, the highlight uh, was I realized, okay, he's just going to be able to come on next turn. Uh, and I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want the Corvus Blackstar around. Uh, he's going to be able to pivot and he'll just, or he'll just go into hover mode because he'll, it'll, it'll be his end goal just to deploy his dudes. That's, that's the big, that's the big threat. So I shoot with like, I think I shot with um, the obliterators first. I'm not sure they did mu- anything, but then the se- the first, then the second, uh, first squad of havoc shot shoots, kills it, and we look in the rules. I never, I, I we never, never knew about we never had the situation I arise know. with the transport actually crashing, a flying transport crashing, crashing. and it was, it was turns out turns when that out happens when every all the passengers take a strength ten AP two hit. hit. And for, you have to randomize for, it. So, for, so there, I had twelve guys in there. Yeah, yeah. For every so, and this was for every guy. This right. isn't like one. Yeah. So every so twelve. So twelve strength, strength ten AP two hits, hits for the entire like you know, ten crew. went through. Um, and we ten, used I, I pulled out a one d twelve from my yeah. Dungeons and Dragons size. <laughs> so that's how that's how we that's chose. how we randomized it. So like two guys ended up surviving the crash. No, no, there was more than that. Oh, it was six guys. Oh, six uh, six, six guys. Six guys ended oh, okay. up surviving the crash, including oh, your chaplain. That's right. That's right. Um, but I had another squad. Uh, oh no, 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 no! I hadn't. I hadn't fired the obliterators. Right. Now I remember. I hadn't fired the you, obliterators. You had just knocked it out with with the havocs. With, with one squad of havocs, because yeah. I because I knew those are the guys with the auto cannons, and those are the guys with the plasma cannons. Needless so. to say, your obliterators obliterated the remaining members of the Death Watch. Like two remained after that. Right. After the obliterators were done. Um, then my Havocs set their sights. Miraculously, miraculously, your uh, chaplain had survived. Yes. But everyone else was dead. Because he had an invuln save. He had, an, he had the four-up invuln save. That saved his butt. Right. Uh, my, war, my Warp Smith had, re- had joined uh, another squad of Havocs because he was right next to the Corvus Blackstar, and he did not want to be near that, that zone. 
right, in so, case of anything. So bottom line is that with the crash of the Corvus Black Star and then the ensuing round of fire, I, you took out 818 points worth of Death Watch. I think that just sealed the game. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that sealed the game. Yeah, because half, basically half my army yeah, yeah, just that. died in a crash. <laughs> right? Half my army just half, like yep. was killed. Um, so, so that I think that was absolutely the turning point. Yeah, the on the assault between the commissar and the terminator sergeant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, going like until the going, end of the, game. the distance, yeah, going, going the, the whole, distance. The whole Every, everyone else was dead in that in that little group. Uh, the wyvern was destroyed by the demon prince, who moved right. on to do other things. But that. That, that commissar, commissar kept those Terminators fighting it out. <laughs> I'm telling you, commissars are actually every time I, I use a commissar, they do crazy heroic things. Oh yeah, it's always it's always. And, and in one in one prior battle, I think we had one guy like running for an oh objective. running for an objective. <laughs> they, they always they always they always have these like shining star moments yeah, of heroism. Always always heroic, always for the Imperium. Oh yeah, uh, he had oh. a power sword, and so he couldn't break through the uh, you know AP the uh, strength. Two armor of the Terminator, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but nonetheless kept make either kept making or kept missing his attacks, and so did the Terminator. Or he would make all his saves. He had a five up invuln save. Yeah, by the end, I think by the end of the game, it was I have most of my people were alive. I think, like I think uh, the two like the bikers had died, and yeah. then there was um, like two like a squad or two of Chaos Space Marines that were dead. The, everyone inside the castle area was perfect, like, untouched. Untouched, yeah. Um, when your chaplain charged, your when your last, when the remaining chaplain charged <laughs> the warsmith, um, he ended up dying. In he Overwatch. ended up dying to um, wall of death because uh, the yeah. warsmith automatically gets like a flamer and a melt gun. Oh my god! <laughs> that yeah. Was, so that was the end of the death watch right there. That was the end of death watch right there. Um, Cody has uh, survived. Cody has survived, and he he actually got into into assault with yeah. uh, some space marines, and he was killing them left and right with yeah. his big demon hammer. Big demon hammer. But uh, the, basically, turn five ended up hap- happening. You made way more maelstrom points than I was able to get. Yep. Uh, so I think you beat me soundly. I think it was like ten to two. Something. Well, it was eleven. It was eleven. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, to, 11, 11, to, 11, to, 11 two. to two. Eleven to two. Took a trouncing. You know, make, I love the Corvus Black Star. I love the way it looks. It's a great flyer, but there are obvious disadvantages to having to hover and then to, assault. To be fair, it was there were circumstances surrounding its failure. Well, I, I mean, if you could just knock it out with with basically snap shooting, um, I, I had I had like eight, nine, ten. Well, I had eleven las cannons to shoot at it. Yeah, like over true. the course of the turn, some of which I could reroll. Yeah, it it wasn't. Um, it it didn't exactly have the greatest of things going for it. it. Had to specifically be in a certain area before it could even shoot. Yeah. It had to deal with increased cover saves. It had a lot to... It had a lot going against it. It had a lot going against it. But I think if you want to maximize your Death Watch experience... You might, you might just you want, want to go You want to drop pod. Drop pod. Yeah, you want to go to the drop, drop pod. pod. Drop yeah, pod. That's the way to go. That's sort of... Unless, unless either guy has an interceptor, you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. So I learned I learned my lesson about Death Watch. They'll be back. They'll be, yeah. They'll be back. Chorus Blaster will be back, but I think most of Death Watch will be in a drop pod. Yep. Maybe some... Other dudes, more expendable dudes, will be in the Corvus. All right. 
All right, so that that was our battle. Report. That was our battle. Report. Congratulations, that was a good fight. Uh, yeah, was, you did. You did a yeah. You, you did a you did a good job with what you had. You did a good job. With what I had. <laughs> <laughs> the, the finest the Imperium could offer. The finest the Imperium could offer. But I only did it, was able to do a good job. Okay. All right. Well, that was our battle report, and that's pretty much our episode. I think so. Okay. So we want to encourage you to come visit us on Facebook. Where we have a Facebook page there. We have photos of this battle, along with a ton of photos. Of, of our LVO experience, yep. along with some uh, reports live from there. If you want to contact us, please send us email at the eye of terror podcast at gmail.com. We also encourage you to go to iTunes and leave us a review that absolutely helps us. Um, come by, pay a visit, leave a review. We desire uh, affirmation. It gives me some our photos. Lives. <laughs> yeah, some, some folks some folks have started to submit photos on our Facebook page. That's cool. Really yeah, cool. that's cool. That's really that's cool. cool. That's awesome. Great All to hear right. from you guys. That's been episode 33. So with that, I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys soon. 